What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode 179 of the Kind of Funny Games cast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by one of the coolest dudes in video games, Greg Miller. Reach in your back pocket, get the sling ring. Wah, wah, wah. And uh, joining us as always, Jared Fetty. Disgrace to be here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, we had quite the pre show. Every so often, I'll say this episode is worth the dollar. Yeah. Uh, I will let you know that this pre-show, worth the dollar to watch live. You can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. For just $1 a month, you can watch four or five episodes live, depending on you how can, many weeks are I mean, you can just the get month. them early. You know what I mean? You go to Friday, you get them early there. That's the other thing, too, for a little bit more cash. And yeah, is it going to be worth the 5 or $10, depending on if you want to get audio or video early? Yeah. Well, don't, totally we don't put week. the pre-show on the audio version, right? So it's You're just right, the $10. If you just want to get it early. It's, it's just confusing the way we do it. I will counter that, fucking money. that statement by saying I would give you a dollar to be digitally removed from this particular yeah. pre-show. Listen, yeah. here's yeah. the thing about Jared Petty. Everyone in the industry knows him as the nicest guy. They're, like People were aghast when you cursed that one time on Games Daily. Like, there's Reddit threads about it, yeah. Wait, wait, oh, that, well, I was reading a quote. That's different. No, you you cursed naturally once on that show. Did I? Yeah, but okay. it never was like, oh. You don't curse? Not on, not on shows, not often. We are going to make sure we ruin your reputation. We're going to bring you down. We don't want you to bring us up. It's kind of funny. We want to bring you down and show you the underbelly of it and like show you this. these are the rats we eat to live. We did the Amazon Day live stream yesterday as of recording this episode. And uh, I, I told the guys before we go in, I was like, look. We're not not allowed to swear, but like they're being like, hey, just watch your language. Be aware or whatever. And I'm like, totally cool. So, guys, let's just try our best. We did not go five minutes without Andy saying fuck. Yeah. And then, and then Andy's going. the worst cover up I've ever seen. Ever. Of Andy all was like, fuck. And I just, well, hey, ho, ho. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> like, what? No, that doesn't, that doesn't stop it at all. <laughs> this is the Kind of Funny Games cast each and every week right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. We get together, talk about video games, all the things that we love about them. Uh, like I said earlier, you can get the show early on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. You can watch it live. You can watch the video early you can listen to the audio early and you can listen to the q a that we do every month the Ooh, ask, ask kind of funny, funny games cast anything, anything. Uh, you can listen to that for just one dollar a month if you want to ask us questions that we'll answer that's fifteen dollars the fifteen dollar team that gets you a whole bunch that of gets you a whole bunch of you see all the party mode which is wow what a hit show we have and by hit i mean it's really good party mode's um, awesome this, get yeah. when this publishes on youtube.com slash kind of funny games it It'll will be party, party mode, mode week, week. And you might say, what does that mean? It means we are going to pimp party mode very hard. Our local multiplayer show that we're incredibly proud of, that Mm -hmm. we think Andy does an amazing job editing, that has all sorts of jokes and clip arts and all sorts of like live action. Wow. Well, I mean, it's like clip art. We've done done Let's Play since we started. And I think a lot of people just assume this is our new Let's Play series, when in reality, it's a highly produced, edited. Oh, it's really well produced. Yeah. 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 Have Have you run the Rocket League one yet? Uh yeah yeah well okay. I mean it's up by it, this time yeah yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that's, yeah that's a lovely episode yeah no 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 that'll be up well not for you watching live but by the people everyone else yeah when it gets live. there yeah, okay. yeah go I'm check sorry. it out. I, I caused the time warp time no it's fine there. so yeah, yeah we're gonna be pimping man, out the top ten I think uh, on Twitter so go to twitter.com slash kind of funny vids check them out there Joey don't forget Joey won't forget no Joey just like I'll never forget our Patreon producers Tom Bach and Eric Heights the men the myth the legends I appreciate you guys both very 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 much uh how you guys doing. I'm good. I'm, I'm in a good mood. I was in kind of like a shitty mood because this Why? morning there's a lot going on. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then now that I'm here, now that we're just talking, now that that pre-show kind of warmed me up, yeah. got me loose and goosey. Primed the Ooh, pump. It primed the pump, Greg. Yeah, yeah, You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I'm feeling good. I want to talk about video games. I want to start 
with you, Greg. I want some <sighs> updates okay. on some games you've been playing. I've been boring. I you like that's boring? the thing. Like, what, to, uh, for, the, for the time warp people watching later mm-hmm. and maybe even the next Monday or whatever, we're recording this the Tuesday uh, when we usually record on Thursdays. Right, yeah. We're recording on Tuesday because I, as soon as this ends, run to the airport, fly to Los Angeles, film something amazing tomorrow that I don't know if I can talk about yet. I keep waiting to find out Ooh. if I do. Have I told you what it is? Uh, no. Okay. No, I'm very excited. It's one uh, of the coolest things we've ever got to do. 100%. And then I will take a train to Comic-Con and meet you guys, and then we are at Comic-Con doing a million things. Hell yeah. Wow. So our schedule very abbreviated this week. So I, my, in terms of what I've played since mm-hmm. we last recorded on Thursday, not that much because Octopath Traveler is fucking awesome, yeah. and Fortnite Season 5 is fucking awesome. I, want to, I just want a quick update. So you don't need to go too long. Sure. Fortnite season five. How's it treating you? Excellent. Like, yeah. I, yeah, I'm, I'm, I know, you know, people want me to play other games and finish other games and all this stuff. And I just, I mean, I'm having so much fun with that game. And it's uh, so awesome to have a game we're all playing and being a part of, whether it is that we're doing it on stream like we did yesterday on the Amazon stream, or we're just playing in the back room, or we're at home playing. And like, you know, Kevin, I just jumped on and was trying to get my, like, here's the thing about Fortnite, where, this season five, right, my, is my first full season where I'm all in, right? We joined, I joined when Switch dropped at E3, so like I was already had 30 days, if not less than that, to play through the last season. This is the first one where I, I'm just all in on the game in the way that I didn't think I would be of like, all right, cool, well, fuck, no one's online, I'm running through, I've, I've gotten a couple wins, I've gotten a couple losses here, but I'm playing solo, fuck it, let's just do the challenges, and so uh, now I'm actually going out there, and I was, you know, I was running around collecting all the lightning bolts, and I was looking up the treasure maps on where the treasure, you know what I mean, like, all the, like, super nerdy stuff that I was ignoring for a long time, of just like, whatever, and now it's like, well, fuck, I'm getting really close to this next thing in the battle tier, so I need to get that, so I'm going to go in, and, and I'm just running around and actually using, and it, 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 using the systems they've put in there that once again are making mm-hmm. we've talked about before making me play the game differently where i think uh you know my strategy is usually when i'm just playing to win drop you know wherever the line is go out to a, a far far away point drop try to get good stuff yeah. and then move my way in which whenever i put up a a video or, or on twitter of me winning or an instagram video of me winning everybody's like oh my god you only had three kills like you know because like usually you see these videos like amazing people with like mm-hmm. 11 and i'm like well the way i play it just gets down to i really don't see action until then mm-hmm. but again the brilliance of the way they use the daily challenges to make you play a game differently the brilliance of what achievements started as it is me fuck well there's a lightning bolt over there so i'm get i'm running to a different area i'm running mm-hmm. in different things uh, you know it was a uh, get three kills in uh, one of the places. I forget now. I, I got it. But I dropped in there and I was like, all right, cool. This is going to take a lot of attempts. Got all three in the first thing. And that was mm. like, wow, what a confidence booster, number one. And then secondly, like, oh, this is how people are ending the game with 11 kills. And it's just a different strategy than how. So it's like I'm learning how to strategize differently mm-hmm. to get the lightning bolts you have to build. So I'm learning how to build in a different way. So it's teaching it to play without tutorializing, exactly. which, is, which is living the dream. And that's, that's such a brilliant gameplay thing. You know what I mean? Like the game Fortnite, I, I'm surprised because we all know how super popular it is, right? Mm-hmm. Even before I was playing, I was reading about it on Games Daily and talking about all these different things. I knew it was super popular, but I'd never paid attention since I wasn't talking about it of just the wave of hate it also gets of people who are sick of it and don't want to yeah. hear about it, right? Mm-hmm. The game, I don't think gets enough credit credit publicly for stuff like this all these smart little choices they're making inside that are actually wow there's a lot to this free-to-play game that you know 
I, I, you know, I've already put this season. I put thirty five bucks in, right? Because I bought the twenty five dollar pass, and then I bought the superhero costume. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, Nick's playing right next to me in default everything, and just hasn't put one dime in, but has played mm-hmm. just as much as me. Like mm-hmm. it's a neat little ecosystem. We're having a lot of fun, and I'm having a great time. Mad respect to Nick for not putting any money in and walking around. In the He's getting close clothing. to falling because he was is asking it? yesterday on it. But like, I, yeah, it's just like it's different strokes, right? For, right? Again, for me, it is very much. I realize the privileged position I'm in in the industry. I get yeah. a lot of games for free. If like I was looking at my Switch uh, clock, right, and it's like I think a couple of days ago, so I'm probably 50 hours into Fortnite right now on the Switch. Yeah, and it's just like at that point, I'm like, yep, you deserve money. You deserve mm-hmm. these things. And it, like I bought the costume after they said they were going to give more people money. It's the Dota League mentality. It's going to church and tithing. I like what I get here, so I'm just going to give you money now yeah, because I exactly it's what people do with uh, kind of funding on Patreon, right? The yeah, absolutely. Or yeah, exactly. Uh, the other thing I wanted to ask you for you looking toward the fall. Yeah. When's it going to end, Greg? Mm, When's that's it a great end? question. Do you want to save that? Because yeah, I think that's save, your topic yeah, of the show. save that for, the, stop, stop, for stop, later, stop, stop, later in the show. But give me your update on Project or Octopath Traveler. I Octopath Traveler, uh, still going through that and still just so in love with it. I The thing I think I'm most excited for in the immediate future, not I shouldn't say that, in gaming, the immediate future is the flight that I'm taking here. I'm just like, oh. An hour and a half, a couple hours at the airport too, just playing Octopath, right? Yeah. Where they, oh, I won't be distracted by Fortnite. The internet's not gonna be good enough. And then going from San or from LA to San Diego, I'm taking the train. And it's like a three-hour train ride where they have a bar cart where I can just get a drink and sit there and play Octopath. Octopath is such. I've seen somebody else do it, so this isn't me coining this. Not that it matter, but it is such comfort food. Mm. It is just like, oh, I'm just sitting there and I, you know, I took a lot to do. Yeah, I took time off, not like egregious, obviously, but I think. From when we spoke last, even when we were getting around talking last time, it was the plane ride and that weekend, and I hadn't been playing it through the week leading up to Gamescast. Uh, Gamescast. And then, you know, jumping in over the weekend, we had uh, a friend in town for Jen, so they were watching, like, catching up on uh, Sharp Objects. And so to sit there with it muted and just run through and kind of grind on a few things and beat some bosses and then move on, it was just like, yeah, this the, is what this game is. That's something that the best are JRPGs, I think, all have in common, yeah. is that comfort food feeling. I think that's... Yeah. People sometimes look at the silliness or the tropiness and think, why would anybody want to be a part of that? But Octopath seems to fit into that pantheon of things like Suikoden 2, Dragon Quest V, Final Fantasy V and VI, where where you go in and you feel a sense of familiarity that builds and it just continues to snowball as you yeah. play. The more you play Octopath, the more you like it. Yeah, that's the, the thing. The deeper I get into it, the more I care about the characters, the more I care about the storylines, the more I care about the next abilities I'm going to unlock. And it is that thing of... Oh man, this boss just took me to the limit. Like I finally, I you know, I'm what I was ten hours last week, so I don't even know what my clock's at now. Twelve, thirteen, maybe. Again, mm-hmm. I haven't played that much since Thursday. Mm-hmm. Um, but I finally ran into a boss where I was like, I died, and I was like, Fuck. and I came back, and I was like, all right, started using my items, do my things, beat them, and it was then to all right, cool people have leveled up, and to go unlock their next passive ability, which oh, that's gonna help me do this. It was like. Yeah, you can just see how it's going to keep going and going and going. Do you think you'll go back and revisit things like Chrono Trigger now when you finish this? No, I don't. I I, I've tried with Chrono Trigger. Uh, yeah. I, I picked it up as a PS1 classic on Vita a while back on some trip. Well, that was your first mistake. Don't play the PS1 version. It's yeah. terrible. And yeah. that, but I mean, it was like that was what was available to me, yeah. right? And like that's, that's where this all comes down to is what the ease of it is. And for me, it's more I don't think I'm going to finish... Uh, 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 Octopath and feel like man I need to jump into another one like this right away Yeah, this is such a outlier for me this is not my traditional style of game in terms of visuals in terms of just if it's not Persona a JRPG that I want to go like this but mm-hmm. I feel like it hit 
you know, bless, uh, praise, uh, blessed to be the fruit. It, it hit right at the moment of, hey, this is a not a quiet time, obviously. There's a million other games I'm ignoring for Fortnite and Octopath. But like, hey, this is Spider-Man's not here. You yeah. don't have to worry about this. And hey, right. you're on the road like fucking forever. And yeah. the, here, the biggest thing about where I am right now with gaming that I know I don't need to say, and I've said before, but it's something I think you kind of forget like a dream. How fucking great is the Nintendo Switch? Dude. You know what I mean? Like this thing is such a phenomenal fucking system, especially now that I'm using it in both modes mm -hmm. where it yeah. is that I'm playing it as a handheld and then I am coming home and fucking plugging it in and going and yeah. like Kevin joined me on Saturday. I was running around doing solo stuff. Won a game. No big deal. And then Kevin was like, Hey, you want to do duos? And I was like, sure. And I jumped in and it was that thing of, he had the little controller next to him. Like, are you playing on Xbox? And he's like, yeah, man, I'm playing on And we're just sitting there talking through the games, voice chatting through the games. And it was just like, he's like, man, you, you know, he's like, it is, it runs noticeably better. It looks way better here. I'm like, mm -hmm. I get that, but I'm so happy being in one ecosystem with yeah. the Switch. Where I mean, it's in, until X and Y and A and B being <laughs> in their spots are second nature for me, and I don't have to sometimes look down, which I don't have to do in Fortnite, but like other mm -hmm. games or whatever. Like, I just can't get over how much I'm enjoying the system, how much stoked I am to look ahead to packs, like to peel back the curtain a little bit. Like I'm doing the uh, Inner Sight Championship tournament or whatever mm -hmm. for that Pear Schneider Cup we made, right? You're in it. Um, like I'm just bringing the Switch. Right, because yeah, it's yeah. loaded with amazing multiplayer games. So we're, doing, we're doing the Skybound stream uh, on Friday at Comic-Con. Uh -huh. I'm just bringing the Switch, and we're just plugging we're it into the, the dock. dock. Yeah. We'll figure out what we play there, because yeah. there is so many options. I, I, I Obviously, we don't need to beat the drum. The Switch yeah. is awesome. I love it, and I love even just like the older games just being ported. Like Crash Bandicoot's a perfect example. Like Now that it's on Switch, I'm like, yeah, I'm playing through it again. And yeah. it's like, I, I don't have that need to like beat it in one weekend but it's just like it's there for me i'm just gonna go yeah. levels by levels and play through all three games it's almost the reverse people are always searching for that set top box i mean mm. literally since the late 80s people have been trying to create that one integrated place you go for all your entertainment and it's going to be in your living room and instead what nintendo did was said well actually what if we created one integrated place where you go for all your gaming that you can take everywhere mm -hmm. it's a vastly different philosophy than anybody's ever actually managed to wrap up in something and really put marketing muscle behind i, I it still boggles me to, to think back uh, only a little more than a year ago when we were all convinced this thing was going to fail and the fact that it came out the doors and kicked our butts up over our shoulders yeah. and has changed the way we play games forever, I think. I mean, it's just like a, another great example of it, right? It was like, I'm going to L.A. at night, right? I'm going to stay with Scott Lowe and uh, Cindy. And Scott hit me up and he's like, so when are you coming? I'm like, I right, get in here. And I'm like, I laid it out. I'm like, I land at seven or whatever it is. We'll go to dinner. We'll come back and play Fortnite on Switch. He's mm -hmm. like, I like the way you think. Like, you know what I mean? Of like, mm -hmm. it is like. That, and that, not that that couldn't exist elsewhere, but if I was solely playing on PlayStation 4, unless I wanted to pack a gaming laptop and figure this out, blah, 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 it's just like, no, here's my device and everything I want, and if I do want to play by myself, I have these games, and if I do want to play with other people, I can, yep. and yeah. I'm like, do I bring the Ojo and project it on the wall instead of playing in hand? I mean, there's there's just a lot of options with it, and it, again, it's not perfect. Like, I do wish that there was a, uh, a version of the dock that was official that was more of just like an HDMI sure. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, fix, but going back to what you are saying about the set-top box and all that... I feel like portably, when you have the Switch and your phone, like your smart device, like you're kind of just set to do anything that you need to do. Because, mm -hmm. like, I like, like, so many people are like, oh, when's the Switch going to get Netflix? Who the fuck cares? <laughs> like, I, I think that's a stupid, useless thing for that system to have because it's like you have so many other places. Everything that runs Netflix, Netflix right? has. Yeah. And it's like, that's at this point, that's not a privilege thing. Like, if you have a Switch and you're expecting Netflix on it, it's like, 
I guarantee there's some other device that you have that can, can play. <laughs> I Netflix. like I like the purity of it. That is a game machine. You yeah, know what I mean, it's great. I think it's it's. I always laugh. It always cracks me up when I post something to Twitter from it, and it's like, cool. If you want to see this post, <laughs> go check on a PC or something, because you can't fucking see it. And you're like, yeah. that's comical that there isn't a browser. But again. I mean, Vita had all that shit, mm-hmm. and I never used it for that, right? When, when PSP first I used the came Twitter out, app, I guess. I was beside myself in excitement for uh, the browser to come out and yeah. for the video capabilities and for all of that shit. And I loved it, and I used the hell out of it. Why? Smartphones didn't exist yet, yeah. right? And once, the, once I got my iPod Touch, never used my PSP for those functions again. Right, and it's like now that the phones are just in our pockets at all times. Yeah. When you combine that with the switch, it's, you just have everything. I like to steal smart things that Jeremy Parrish says because he's a really smart guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the one of his go tos for Nintendo is that they are kind of the the kings of good enough. Nintendo understands <laughs> how to create something that does one thing really well at an affordable price. Mm-hmm. And that goes all the way back to the Game Boy. That, and, and it's continued through. You look at something, even like the GameCube, which which actually made a lot of money despite mm-hmm. not selling as well as it could have. Very dedicated game machine at a time when everybody was branching out. They, they focused on, let's make it affordable. Let's make it easy to program for. Let's make it game-centric. The Switch is the ultimate realization of that design philosophy for for Nintendo. And I, I you mentioned the word purity. I, I really do feel like it, it's just they know us. They, they're they really good at telling us what we want, but we sometimes get this idea that Nintendo doesn't listen. I, I don't know if that's a, a popular media thing that comes from some of their bizarre decisions. Well, it's always their online stuff, right? Yeah, this but, is it's, but yet it's very obvious that they understood things that we wanted that maybe we didn't realize we sure. wanted when they invented this. Yeah. The biggest thing about it is I know... I turn it on and I see all these other games there, right? Of like stuff I should be playing. I still haven't started Hollow Knight. I have no idea if it's good. We'll talk about that in a, in a, in a sec. Okay. Uh, good. I didn't know that. That was not a lead-in. But, uh, oh, really? <laughs> yeah, no, but speaking speaking of that, like, well, you just get stuck playing games that are just there because you enjoy them, which yeah. is a great problem to have. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I got back into Sonic Mania because oh, right, the- Sonic Mania Plus came out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sonic Mania Plus is a physical version of Sonic Mania with a bunch of different added stuff. You can also get, I think it's a $5 DLC download if you own the Already original own game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on all the consoles. Um, I, I've been playing it on Switch, and it's just like I loved Sonic Mania. It's the the best Sonic game ever made. I still stand by that. And the Sonic Mania Plus is like it gives me enough fun to come back to and want to do it again. There's an encore mode uh, where it and it adds Angel Angel Island Zone, um, which is just like it's this fun little thing where like just the people that make this game. I've said it a million times. They just really care. Mm-hmm. about what people that like 2D Sonic games give a fuck about. Okay. And like they go back and they tap into the nostalgia in the right ways while also improving it and and modernizing it not fully, but enough to make it like like not just look and sound like a a Sonic game, but to feel yeah. like one and to have all of the things that we love about it. And Encore mode uh, is great because it takes the same levels from Sonic Mania and it just palette swaps the levels so they look different and it just moves things around. It it's not so much like Full new layouts, and some of them are a lot more similar, but just where enemies are is different, and um, like certain paths and stuff, there's like more more hidden stuff. And there's two new characters you can play as, um, Mighty and Ray, and they both have unique abilities, just like Tails and Knuckles and Sonic. But uh, Mighty, or not Mighty, Ray, the Flying Squirrel, he kind of has a Mario World cape oh, functionality fun. where you can kind of fly and do the like get the um, control it really well when you yeah. get good at it. And you can kind of fly through levels, and it's uh, 
super fast, like even faster than Sonic, it feels like, because you're also getting that vertical momentum. Fun. And it's just like, it's fun. And again, it goes back to, it's like this character was designed uh, understanding how Sonic, the momentum of Sonic is important. Uh, Sonic games is important. And using the ramps and stuff to launch yourself out and then fly and do stuff. It's like, that's that's cool and it's fun. I, I like Sonic Mania. Should I go back and buy Plus? Do you think it's worth it? Uh, for the $5? Yes. Yeah. yeah, as an upgrade, definitely worth it. If this is, if you were buying a separate copy, this is not worth buying again. Okay. There's not that much, it's not too much new content. Yeah. It's enough new content. And also, it, it kind of feels like a lot of the criticisms I had of Sonic Mania last time around mm-hmm. uh, were that it felt unfinished in a couple ways. Um, most levels had intro animations, but not all of them. Mm-hmm. This one, all of them do. Um, they, the bosses have better tells of when of how you need to attack them to, ah. to damage them, and that wasn't a problem with every boss in the first game. But there was a couple that I'm like. This is kind of bullshit. I okay. I should have been able to know what I had to do instead of yeah. just trial and erroring it. Um, but I just feel like it's just an improvement on on the last game in pretty much every way. They added a forced player split screen that I, I didn't get to try out. Can't imagine that's too good. Um, <laughs> but but I turns that. out you're missing out on the secret best mode. I was gonna say like <laughs> you say that, but like if they put tender love and care and everything else maybe yeah i mean it seems like it's more of a throwback to the old two-player like just kind of race through the level thing and like okay. i had fun when i was a dumb little kid playing that but like i knew me now you're a dumb old man i'm a dumb ass old man it's true <laughs> um but there's new bonus levels in in encore that are uh inspired by sonic spinball and it's just i when i did my review of sonic mania last year so much of it was just about not only do the people making this game really care about sonic they really care about the the history of sega and the Sega. the lineage of all the classic like like that sound effect that yeah. matters to them like all those it, it reminds me of how Smash Brothers treats Nintendo like mm-hmm. it's like a museum of Nintendo things yeah Sonic Mania really feels like a museum of Sonic the Hedgehog and early uh, Sega history no I mean uh, there's been some criticism around the way Sega treated Sonic since the very beginning at the, when he was selling consoles yeah exactly uh, he was selling consoles and then he just sort of squeezed all the blood out of him and then wrung him like a washcloth to see what else they could get out instead of celebrating their history there are ex- there are exceptions to that mm-hmm. things like Sega Gaga which yep. never got here unfortunately yeah. so we never got to see that TLC for, for the company's properties that was presented in the game like that but I, I do wonder, one thing about Sonic Mania that's that's jumped out at me is how successful has this been? Very. Did this work for them? It, like, are, is there going to be a Sonic Mania 2? So that's the thing is, uh, it was definitely successful for them. I think that the fact that we're seeing this is kind of them trying to get a little bit more bang for their buck out of it. I think mm-hmm. they're like, we can get more. And I, I also feel like they're like, look, it's... We're not ready to make a whole new game yet, but mm-hmm. there there is enough things we can add to make this feel worthwhile. Um, and like I said, this is such a kind of history moment, like nostalgia, like at its best thing for Sonic, that if another one were to happen, I think it would be entirely new levels. It wouldn't be revisiting yeah. old classics. And um, I don't know that we'll ever actually see that. I don't know that that would be worth their their time and investment. That's what I wondered about is if, if they were going to be willing to spend the money to actually build a whole new game and make it feel right. Because that's that's a pretty daunting challenge. Yeah. And I just I something tells me that if they did, it wouldn't sell as well as this. Like mm. this this them making this kind of remixed version that gives you a couple more classic uh, stages or at least inspired by classic stages. That is the right kind of business move because it is just like hey. All the things you do love, here it is. If we tried to make new stuff, even if the game was great, I don't think it would have the the legs that the mania seems to now. 
Another question for both of you that came out of that four-player split-screen thing. Mm-hmm. I, I've been wondering about this ever since TVs got huge. I mean, we don't we don't think about it now very much, but but televisions have increased exponentially in sure. size in a very short period of time. And most of us are still, I think, unless we're playing on PC, playing games on our TVs, especially when we're playing on a console. Has anybody made a game that takes advantage of the enormous size of a TV in four-way split-screen mode yet? Has there been a game you've played? Like doing it in a different way? Like doing, just being like, this screen is so big that we can actually project now four small televisions on I your mean, screen and cart, make a playable game around this. I think cart, cart the, when I when I play cart, uh, I was talking to Andrea, I think, on Games Dealer, somebody maybe having a conversation, yeah. which is rare. That isn't filmed. Uh, but it was that thing. Of the, I was like, I don't know. Like, four-player split screen, I feel like, is, exists so well in the indie market right now of us mm-hmm. doing so much and you know all the party mode games we end up playing and stuff but like when you think of that I always think of like how beautiful yeah Mario Kart does look split mm-hmm. up I mean it, Mario Kart is a great example uh, I honestly think that any modern first person shooter that still has split screen does it very well I, I remember obviously playing Halo and it being mm-hmm. four player split screen and it's just like you it wasn't even widescreen right yeah, it's just right. like four squares and it kind of limits your golden view. eye but but playing yeah exactly playing golden eye uh, on a thirty inch or whatever <laughs> but playing modern games like the the developers understand the the real estate that they have and like even when you're playing two player like I like that it doesn't just split the screen in half it yeah. does a thing where it kind of cuts off the letterboxes the left and right side because yeah. it wants to give you the right experience and so those little little details I think go a long way in screen sheet does a good job of splitting I mean that's the whole game is splitting the screen into a qua- in, in four pieces and then making you look at other people's screens while you're playing on your own screen yeah. you ever play yeah. screen sheet never you should do it okay. do you know what it is no never I don't you, know everybody's this. invisible so you you go you pick your gun at the beginning, right? So you get a blunderbuss or whatever, okay. and then you everybody's running through in their things, and so you look at somebody else's screen, and you see that they see the purple like carpet, and you're like fuck, they're upstairs, and you run up there, and it's just like trying to find. Them. I played a very similar game to this that was top down, but it had a different mechanic. Oh, this, this is, is really FPS. interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah, like yeah. imagine great. imagine Goldeneye, Party mode. Goldeneye level yeah. layouts, but if. Uh, every room was like all red or one room was all blue and it's, everything's color based so it's like you need to look at other people. You've got to cheat off of that. I love that. Yeah, it's great. It's a blast. My favorite implementation of that I think I've ever played is uh, Pac-Man uh, Versus. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember that? The, the, the weird Miyamoto, one? Yeah, the weird Miyamoto GameCube one. Like yeah. the, One of their worst E3s of all time. But a great game. Great um, game. But yeah. like the fact that that was their like and one more thing. Yeah, that, that was, was a reaction terrible guys. presentation. That was Reaction Guys 1, right? Was it? Was Wasn't it? Isn't that, isn't that what they oh, were responding maybe. to? Where they were all just sitting there and it was that ended on Pac-Man? Yeah, yeah. yeah. maybe. Great but idea, though. I'm looking yeah, at yeah, the ghost. Uses the split screen really mm-hmm. well. Uses the second screen really well. I keep, I keep waiting for somebody to leverage big TVs in some creative new way. Like what you just described. Sounds like yeah. a good use of that. But there's got to be something else out there. I wonder what it'll be. Yeah. Um, and the final thing I want to say about... It's t- was it 2003? For Pac-Man? Pac-Man yep. versus... Yeah, right. there, yeah, there you are. Yeah, yeah wow. there it is. Exactly. Connectivity. That was the key word. Over Connectivity. at Know Your Meme Origin. Final the photograph of the four Chronicles. IGN reporters looking rather disintrested was originally taken during Nintendo's conference at E3 20, uh, 2003 Expo, where Nintendo's CEO introduced Pac-Man versus for GameCube. <laughs> Pac-Man versus has a pretty good DS port. It has a Switch port, but you have to have two Switches to use the versus. There's an arcade version, too, that is really, oh, really cool. That's, that's Pac-Man um, Battle Royale. You're right. Yeah, which yeah, is a little bit different. Pac-Man. Different game dropped into very a good maze. though. Very good day, game. Very Actually, good. that game is uh, available on uh, Steam if you ever want to party mode it. Oh, yeah, that could be cool. Yeah, that game's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, last thing I want to say about Sonic is they the, the encore mode with the added characters. It has a new feature where 
uh, one of the power-ups is getting another one of the characters. So you have the two guys that you're going as. Normally, it's like Sonic and Tails, right? In this, it, you get the whole cast of all five of the characters, um, and you can choose which one you want to join with you. And when one of your characters dies, you get to play as the other one, or huh. you get to switch on the fly. Uh, and the levels, like the remix levels, are completely designed around that exploration and using their different powers to, like, Knuckles can climb the walls. So it's like you can switch to Knuckles, climb, find the secrets up there and all that. And they finally got rid of the 10-minute time limit for okay. levels. Okay. So you can just explore. explore. And it's like, oh, man, just little things that I no, think Sonic are making Fire, a great game even better. Uh, Sonic Fire and Ice used a lot of that mechanic, which is actually a pretty good game. Did you ever play that? Is uh, that the shitty DS uh, RPG game? Well, no, 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 no. That's the, you're thinking of the Bioware one. Yeah. Uh, no, Fire and Ice was one of the last platformers before Sonic Mania, and it was a it was a DS, 3DS one, but it's the sequel to one of the really bad ones. I forget which one. One of the Rush games? Yeah. Uh, nice but the last one of those is, is really good. Uh, or not really good. Oh, That's you're talking about Sonic Boom. Yes. Yeah, Sonic but, Boom. But Fire yeah. and Ice, that last yeah, yeah. one. Um, well, I need a chili dog. Anyway, that That's one Roger uses Craig's the... Smith that one uses, sorry, I couldn't remember the name. That one uses the exploratory mechanic mm. quite well. I reviewed that when I still worked at IGN. Hmm. And uh, it's actually pretty good, so I'm glad to see him integrating that into this. Earlier, Greg, you were talking about Hollow Knight. That I see it, and I'm like, I should play that, but yeah. gotta play yeah. Octopath. Uh-huh. Jared, you've been playing Octopath. I've been playing Hollow Knight! Yeah, people are telling me for a long time, Jared, you gotta play Hollow Knight. Jared, you gotta play Hollow Knight. Well, it's on Switch, and I'm playing Hollow Knight on the Switch, and holy night shit. It's really good. Uh, <laughs> Almost there. Yeah, uh, it's really good. It's, awesome. It's marvelous. Um, people have been making a big hubbub about it. Yes, it's beautiful. I love the cartoony style mixed with a kind of almost painting-like realism a really beautifully realized world but a lot of it is just that it is classic balls to the wall metroidvania done to practical perfection it's it's really wonderful um when i say metroidvania you guys have, have played a lot of that kind of game before right action yeah. verge type stuff cave story i played about an hour of hollow knight on steam when it came out last year just because like the animation style and look of it just drew me in so much and I love that stuff. I appreciate with the animation that it doesn't have that kind of cheap flash look that mm -hmm. a lot of, of these style games have. Yeah. Like this, it, it has a, a very unique look that works. Um, and also the immediate takeaway is, oh, it's Metroidvania. But when you play it, it kind of feels a bit more action-y mm -hmm. as well. It has all the, the elements of a Metroidvania, uh, but I feel like it's it's the character, the weight of the character mm -hmm. and the, the way he attacks and stuff, it it feels very different than a Castlevania or Metroid. It does. I'd say, if anything, he's not as floaty as, he's not floaty at all. He's precise. Uh, that, that's one of the things I like most about him. Almost like a Mega Man level that, of precision. That's probably the right. It feels yeah. like if Shovel Knight was a Metroidvania. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Perfect. Well encapsulated, my friend. Uh, and, and, it's, and it's a lovely video game. Um, I don't want to talk it to death except to say that it's substantial. It's got some really clever mechanics. You kind of leave your, you sort of leave your body or your soul behind when you die. So <laughs> it, it, in Souls, Dark Souls style, you kind of retrieve your own corpse to get your money back. So it's, and your it, other it stuff. is like a shovel like that, right? Regard, exactly. Your money big. But it's all exploratory. Um, I, I do think it's kind of irritating that I have to buy map upgrades and stuff, but they actually, the ecosystem's really well balanced against it. It's hard. Mm -hmm. It's really hard. Um, and you're the cute little guy that pokes things with a little nail sword and uh, finds cool stuff. I, I'm enamored by it. I can't can't cool. wait to play it again. All right. So, Greg, you'd love it, I think. Okay, yeah. I'll get to it. The last game we're talking about today, Jared. 
Rain World. Yeah. Uh, so I got a buddy at IGN, Chloe Rad, who is way smarter than I am and occasionally is like, hey, Jared, you should play this game. Or I'll watch her playing game and they're like, what's that? Rain World apparently came out last year. I completely mm-hmm. missed it. Um, Rain World is a game where you play a little cat slug. I've never seen a cat slug till now, uh-huh. but okay. it's what happens when Whoa! you have ah! ah! a cat ah! slug. Ah! It was under me the whole time. What? Yeah. It's cat slug. Okay. I, didn't know I remember the character. I yeah. told you I had a surprise cool gray. <laughs> I've been sitting on that fucker the whole time. I am not. I was going to reach out and hug Catslug, but he's going to be your butt, so I'm not going to now. He has some camo on him. Oh, look at that. He's so adorable. Little Catslug. Yeah, so Rain World is a game where you are almost powerless. Okay, great. You're this thing, and you're in this immense, hungry ecosystem. You have things that you eat to stay alive, and there are things around you that want to eat to stay alive. And that's kind of what the game's about. You're exploring this vast labyrinthine area, but you're extraordinarily vulnerable. Okay. And it's not like, oh, this game's hard. It's like, oh, this game is deliberately unfair. It can kill me at any turn. It can kill me at any turn. And the enemies appear to be randomized, near okay. as I can oh, tell. Great. So it it really is kind of like it's almost like a simulation. It's like, hey, if you were a weak little animal in a hungry world, this is what life would be like. That has strengths and weaknesses. Yeah, yeah. Um, the strengths are that it's unlike anything else in some very positive, interesting ways. It really does. It's scary. It's genuinely scary, especially because there's a progression system. And if you screw up, it knocks you back down. And there's this threat. Every now and then it starts raining, and you're not quite sure when that's going to happen. And if you are not under very special cover, when rain happens, you'll melt because you're a slug. You're a slug, man. And... So you've got to run and everything on earth is trying to eat you and you can starve to death and you can, there's just all this horrible stuff going on, but it's really tense. The bad side is it is not particularly interested in your comfort. Mm. Uh, It is a harsh game. It's not brutal in the sense we use when we talk about a brutal platformer or Dark Souls brutal difficulty. It is brutal in that it is like nature. And it is arbitrary and awful sometimes. And you scream and throw your controller, as, as I was doing yesterday. Okay. Um, but it's quite unlike anything else. I, the best way I can put it is sometimes it's not fun. It has, but a, I like it has it. a real Blade Blade Runner vibe to it. I played it at PAX yeah, there's East last year, I want to say. Uh, but it has a Blade Runner vibe where, it like, especially the look of it. And uh, even the, the way that it feels, it is very dark. It is. Uh, and the, the character, I mean, I know he looks like a cute little dude. In, in gameplay form, Like the, it's, a, it's a pixelated game that kind of looks like if Panda Musk made a really dark Blade Runner video game about a slug creature that lived in the sewers yeah. of Blade Runner. Uh, and like that is what fucking Rain World is. Yeah, I, I, that's a perfect description. Did you enjoy it when you played it? I did. But I, it was the same thing with what you're talking about where it's like it just it, it kind of just felt unsettling. Even like the mm-hmm. I don't like the way he moves. Oh no, you no, he, he's weird. He's so fluid. God, the animation is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. But it's very different. Like it's a very stark contrast to something like Hollow Knight. Yeah, where when you're playing Hollow Knight, you you feel powerful. Yeah. And like, yeah, like you said, you don't feel powerful as this dude, and you never will. This is yeah. a game about be- you don't just feel powerless. You are practically powerless. It's like the difference between uh, when you're Pac Man and you're kind of in the corner and all the ghosts are coming at you versus when you have the power pellet. Yeah, and that's, yeah. that's Hollow Knight. Yeah, that's yeah. How, and that's how this feels. So, it's uh, I'm playing on Steam. It's on PS4 as well. Um, I recommend it if you're looking for something a little different. I okay. can't promise you that you're going to get like enamored by it because it is 
arbitrarily difficult at obtuse. times. Yeah, it's obtuse. They don't tell you anything that's going on. Okay. They, I, I, I frankly, I understand purists are going to scream at me, but in my opinion, go and read the first few lines of a fact so you can learn how eating and how hibernation rooms sure. work and that stuff. There's plenty of spoilers you're not going to get ruined for you if you do that because otherwise it literally doesn't Just give explain. you a leg up. So it doesn't explain the, the saving gating system. You're supposed yeah. to figure it out. Yeah. And mm. I didn't like that part. No, thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Cast is brought to you by Movement Watches. You guys know about Movement Watches. Sure do, Tim. MGMT. Cool, Greg? You love your Movement Watch. Is that true? Show She's wearing people, it right there. Show the people you're wearing it. You can't. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, Kev has it all set up. Cool Just walk on over. Just walk on over and walk behind yeah, us. Here comes. Thing. Show the show like Woman bracelet. Gold watch. Look at that. Uh, movement watches are all about looking good and keeping it simple. Keep movement it watches don't tell you how many steps you've taken or blow there your wrist is. up with text messages, but you look damn good. Wearing it just like cool, Greg. Man, look at that beautiful man. Movement watches started just $95 <laughs> at a department store. You're looking at 400 to 500 bucks. Movement figured out that by selling online, they were able to cut out the middleman and retail market, providing the best possible price. Classic design, check. Quality construction, check. check. And styled minimalism. Guess what, Greg? Check. Check. And mate. These watches got it all. MVMT.com slash kinda gets you 15% off today with free shipping and free returns. Uh, you can see why movement keeps growing. Check out their expanding collection. If you want sunglasses, guess what? They got those too. They got a whole bunch of stuff on the site. You should check it out. Gia Tap Harris. Loves her. her sunglasses. Loves yeah. the watches too. I wear my sunglasses all the time. If you yeah. see, you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. I was we, up in the Napa. weekend sunglasses. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The best photo of me and my wife in Portillo ever taken. Instagram.com slash Game Over It's a work of art. Thank you. That That's picture. Is. Show me. I haven't Who seen Who took this. that picture? Uh, her friend, uh, Mary Michelle. Man. Show it was, me this. Uh, I got to see it. I'm very, very good. MVMT.com slash kinda. Join the movement today. And also, this episode is brought to you by Hymns. Now, here's the deal. Forhims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Uh, Nick and Andy have been talking all about it. They love those damn gummies. Uh, Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions, well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you deal with your hair loss, deal with all that stuff going on. Uh, no snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. We'll have to talk about those later. Yeah. Uh, prescription solutions backed by science. There's no waiting room, no awkward doctor visits, no lines. You can save hours by going to 4 It's so easy. You just answer a few questions. Uh, you talk to the people. They help you out. They let you know what you need to, need to get. Um... And also, severe ED, that's erectile dysfunction, is not just an issue for rich old guys in bathtubs. It affects men in their 30s and 40s, and being your best means performing your best. So if you need some help there, do not be ashamed. Look into this. See if it's for you. Um, there's no in-person doctor visits. You don't need to deal with all that. This, this is hard made easy. That is, a, that is a slogan that right is, there. That is fantastic. Uh, say hello to your little friend. Try hymns for a month today for just five dollars. We'll get you started for just five bucks while supplies last. You can see the website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or pharmacy. Uh, go to forhims.com slash gamescast ed. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash game. Okay, here we go, guys. It's gamecast. There's no S in there. So G-A-M-E-C-A-S-T-E-D. That's forhims.com slash G-A-M-E-C-A-S-T-E-D. Gamecast. That's it. Fine. Well, no, you're still in charge of the show. So I mean, you papers. can say that's it. So but I don't, really, I don't, we don't know what happens next. You're in charge. Yeah, we're now it's time for the topic of the show. <laughs> Every game <laughs> coming out in 2018 past this point. Oh, 
I'm gonna go through. We're gonna talk about them. We're gonna talk about our hype levels. Are we gonna prognosticate? We're gonna prog motherfucking nosticate. Wow. This will answer the question of how long does Fortnite last? And Octopath, but yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean Octopath's got legs. Octopath, though. Huh? Uh, Octopath's got eight legs. Hey, I think Octopath right. has legs based on the fact that it's Switch. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, and again, mm. I mean, like, we're taking a trip to London, right? We're going to RTX London. We That's are. a fucking flight. Yeah. And if they have a power outlet on that, you best fucking believe that I'll just fucking plug right in and go. So you got that flight to London and that flight back. Yeah, exactly. Both ways. And that's yeah, what, yeah. from here, London's what, about eight, nine? 16, I think is what it said, from right? London? 15, yeah. We figure it's six to New yeah, York, dude. and then it's, what, yeah. another six or eight from there? I think I did a straight shot last time I went to London, but I don't remember how long it took. That's how long I. I I, I, ours is straight, and I thought it said 15, but maybe wow, we're maybe No, I right. could just be forgetting. You're right. Uh, so we're at that point now. We're in July. July 13th, Captain Toad came out. Octopath Traveler came out. That's we, right. we, we, we know about that. July 17th, Sonic Mania Plus came out. I'm loving it. How I need a chili dog. That? <laughs> today, the, today is uh, July 17th, the day that uh, that game comes out. Uh, July 19th, Closed cool. Nightmare comes out. On the Switch and PS4, I don't, I don't, know I don't what even that know what is. that is. Oh, you're literally going to go through every game. game. Yeah, th there's oh, not too much on this list. Oh, oh yeah, it's, it's uh, so this is like the you don't need time goes for the time goes to every game coming out in 2018. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So like, okay, so this is the bigger stuff that's coming out. This is everything coming out. Bullshit. But what do you mean? You said there's not that many on the list. Thirty games just came out today. I read them all on kind of funny games daily. Yeah. You know what? Whatever. You, you gonna tell me fucking. Ice cream, is ice cream surfer on there? Is ice cream surfer on there? Because that shit came out today. <laughs> no, it's not. Dude. Exactly. It's so not, we're going uh, with the bigger games. Uh, maybe, maybe these are how many? Games? How many Johnny Turbo games are on there? Yeah, how many Johnny Turbo's games There's are there? There's no Johnny Turbo games. So well, yeah, we know Johnny Turbo's going to release I mean, there might seven. Be Johnny Turbo. I don't know. He's going to release Let's seven just jump games in. These are the, the bigger year. titles. These are the titles that's featured on the game release 2018 list on Wikipedia.com. There we go. Yeah. Mega Man X Legacy Collection on oh. every system. All right. You're excited about oh, this. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. coming uh, July 24th. Yeah, so the Mega Man X games, especially the early ones, are extraordinary examples mm -hmm. of the evolution of platforming from 8 to 16-bit eras, and they really set the template for the next 10 years that followed after that. Mm. They're wonderful, fascinating, beautiful, and, and totally worth your time if you never played them. I cannot wait to play them again. Mega Man X 1. Is my favorite Mega Man game. That's I, your favorite the, of all? The classic Mega Man games, like, I get it, and there's a lot that I love about them, but they are not for me. Mega Man X is for what me. What is Mega the difference? Because what, what, I, I, Mega Man Classic has never clicked with me. I've never played a Mega Man X. Mega Man X, you should give a shot then. Okay. It's, mm -hmm. a, it's a very different feeling game. Uh, it's I'm trying to find the right way to, to explain it. It, like, it. it feels a bit... It's the difference between playing Super Mario Brothers and Super Mario World. That's a very good comparison. Okay. Slightly larger characters. So what they've done is they've retooled the screen size uh -huh. and the number of characters on screen and the size of those characters to make sure that everything stays balanced. But instead of balancing it toward feeling just like old Mega Man, they balance it toward a feeling of being more agile, having more verticality, uh. more speed. Uh, you just really quick reactions. You feel very powerful. The charge shot is easier to use and more potent, and you'll use it more than your special weapons. You have other power-up abilities that can allow you to kind of tweak the character and the difficulty of the game the way you like. You can wall jump. You can. Interesting. You've got a very powerful slide. My problem with Mega Man always was I felt like he was too heavy. It's so that's the thing. Yeah, it's the opposite of that. It's not about precision jumps. It's not about everything needs to be perfect. Pixel perfect. Yeah. It's not that at all. It is way more about being a fun 
action game. Okay. It's sloppier in a good way. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That I, sounds I, like I, me. Yeah, I prefer the originals, but it's it's a masterpiece. All right, cool. Well, fuck, maybe I will try that. And it's really fucking cool. The music's really cool. You get power ups that like you get the 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 Hadouken and the, yeah, it's, yeah. It's the, so you good. really got to go to a lot of trouble uh, to get the Hadouken. Also, it has giant robot animals. Uh, okay. The bosses are all like giant evil animal robots. And okay, those are fun. No Man's Sky. No July Man's Sky on Xbox One. Uh yeah, with with the patches. Yeah, did you go through? Have you done the? Did you look at the trailer today for the giant update? Did not. Yeah, I mean, it's it seems like the game they've always promised. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's been two years of work to get to. Here's full-blown multiplayer. Here's the ability to jump into third person. Here's all these. Uh, there's a whole bunch of base built. Like, it's crazy the amount of stuff that I think it's next is what they're calling that patch. No Man's Sky next is uh, adding. That'll be everywhere. And then obviously the Xbox game on its own, too. Mm. So for me, this is exciting because I liked No Man's Sky even with all its flaws. Me too. Uh, yeah. Are you, yeah. Yeah. No oh, totally. Buddies. Yeah, no, Kevin, too. Kevin and I, you know, always were like, well, we had our expectations set correctly because we got to play it ahead of time mm-hmm. so we came in and got what we wanted I'm what I was talking about today on games daily is that I love this patch and I love this story because I do feel I, I counted them out when everything went to shit at launch mm-hmm. I was like they don't recover from this Sean Murray cannot walk back on an E3 stage hello games cannot put out another game they need to either close down or make this right and I think closing down will be what happens mm-hmm. and here we are two years later and it's like the the hubbub uh, today around that trailer is great. Mm-hmm. I've seen tons of people who are like I didn't play it before. And I'm going to give it a shot. I've seen tons. I saw Patrick Klepek be like, I was super critical at launch, but I'm super happy they're doing this. And I can't. I mean, like this seems like it has the makings of coming out and people being like, this is great. And people, not everybody, obviously, but people who were burned coming yeah. back and trying to be like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. And it seems like even another year from now, another six months from now, it has the possibility to be a really, really, really cool redemption story yeah. of like, hey, we were we bit off more than we chew and we fucked it up, but we put our head down for two years and we made it right. And in the meantime, we got that video with that dinosaur in Jurassic Park and that harmonica. Exactly, exactly. That's all we need. Uh, the Banner Saga 3 on pretty much everything. Uh, I, I Banner Saga's never grabbed me. Um, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just haven't spent the time with it. It probably deserves. Yeah, I was the same way where I played. I got so much hullabaloo about it when it finally got the first one came out, I think, to uh, Vita or PlayStation or wherever. And I played. I was like, oh, OK, not for yeah. me. I see yeah. why people like this. That's fine. Ease Memory of Calcetta. Oh, that's yeah. July 25th on you, Windows. You said Ease. So that, you're in? Yeah. Really? I didn't know you were a big guy. Oh, I, that, yes. Oh, I, wow. Okay. I, no, I mean, it Fal- makes sense. But. Falcom for life. Okay. Uh, Ease especially. Uh, okay. They have some other good stuff, too. I, let's talk some Brandish someday. Okay. But uh, Dark Revenant. But yeah, I, I love Ease stuff. So they're not. there are bad Ease games, mm-hmm. uh, and there are great Ease games. I'm interested to see which one this is. What What do you think it's going to be? Memories of Uh This one, I don't know enough to speak informed on, on which. Why is it just coming out on Windows? Um, so Falcom doesn't actually develop a lot of their games in house. Uh, occasionally they do, but the PC stuff is usually made by them and then it's ported to other platforms. Now that's become less and less that way as a time's gone on. So mm-hmm. this is probably, I'm guessing an internal Falcom development one because they are first and foremost a PC house and have been since the eighties. July 26th, this one's for Andy. Mobile Suit Gundam Battle Operation 2. You know, he's been waiting for more Gundams and he's going to get a shot finally. Uh, on the 27th, Go Vacation on the Switch. It's a sports game. I do not know. I don't know that game. Hello Neighbor uh, coming out on the Switch, PS4, iOS, and Android. It's a stealth survival horror game. I've seen Funhouse do a, a Let's really? Play of this, and it's it looks pretty fun. 
It, 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 like we should do a party mode of it. it it'd be a great if everything you just said, you know, stealth survival horror, but it was like a knockoff of Mr. Rogers. Like you were hiding from the murderous <laughs> Mr. Rogers. That would be awesome. It's. I mean, it's kind of like that. Yeah, like you're hiding from your your neighbor who's trying to kill you. Okay. Is yeah. is it sneaking? God, where's no, where is another sneaking? Where is, sneak where is another fucking sneaking? I, I, I was at, so I was at IGN last week on Barrett Courtney's desk. Uh-huh. There is a sealed, like shrink wrapped copy of Sneaking sitting out there on the next desk. time you're there. Open it. Yeah, just just to annoy him. Just to annoy him. Yep. Get that Barrett Courtney fucker. Uh, July 31st, Code of Princess EX on Nintendo Switch. Nope. Sorry. There's a lot of these that I have to look to you for. Uh, d- d- I nope. I don't know anything about Titan of- Quest on the Nintendo Switch. Titan Quest is that the is that the old Di- Diablo like? It's an action role playing hack and slash. Yeah, I think. Wow, really? Um, July thirty first. Okay, I didn't know that was happening. So, uh, color me intrigued. Yakuza Zero August first on Windows. I mean, it's a Yakuza game, and people love Yakuza Zero. Yeah. WarioWare Gold on 3DS. This is very exciting 3rd. for me. So, yeah. all right. So, forget. I know it's on the 3DS. Shout out 3DS for life. That's uh-huh. right. Um, thank you for the 3DS again. Uh, Tim gave it to you. I didn't do nothing. Hey, thank you, Amazon. If you're thank an you. if you're an audio thank listener, uh, he's holding up the uh, SNES, SNES 3DS. The new Nintendo it's a 3DS. Very XL. very very cool present mm-hmm. to add to my 3DS mm-hmm. collection. Um, but WarioWare games are splendid and stellar and i don't care what platform i'm playing them on i, I assume they're going to come to phone someday and that'll be a great place for them they're wonderful on wii and they're going to be great on ds uh, yeah. and i'm sure there'll be a marvelous switch one eventually as well but i hope so man i i never got into the wireware games the oh, first really? one I, yeah the first one i actually played was the the wii version mm-hmm. and i from all i read that version wasn't the best the the wii version is okay until you get um like eight or nine people in a room mm. because it has this hot potato one Wiimote mode that is the most fun I've ever had playing mm. a party game. Uh, it's it's extraordinary because you only have one controller and you have to pass it immediately to the next person uh, and the games just keep getting faster and faster games. and everybody's and you're all doing stupid things in front of it'd be a, that's another great party mode kind of game. Uh, it's just people looking stupid we do around each other and getting tickled. But the Warwick game's really good. August 7th, Dead Cells. Finally coming out. Yes. Windows, Mac, Linux, Switch, PS4, and Xbox. This is not a expound. Oh, my God. Cool, Greg. I need you to search Dead Cells. I don't know. D E A D. It is a Metroidvania roguelike. There you uh, go. Switch. There you go. And then, yeah, click click on uh, the early launch trailer there or whatever. Launch trailer on PS4. How have I not played this? Third thumbnail. video. There you go. That one right there. Perfect. It's just already out on Steam. Show some people to it. I don't think so. No. No, okay. no. And I, I, I played it originally on uh, Switch uh, at uh, PAX. I've seen okay, Let it go. So Let it go. All right. Let it play, Cool Greg. Yeah. Yeah, if you right, can, but if it's a... Yep. Okay. Death is not the end. end. So look at this awesome right, pixel art, right? First, that beautiful. And so, yeah, it's just... Do they a, have this? Do they, are they seeing this? Wow! It's fine. Wow! You're running through. It's a hack and slash, but uh-huh. it's like it's a uh, a roguelike, right? Where you're coming back. Isn't this right, Cor- or, uh, Cor- okay, so, Tim? Right. Yeah. It's been so long since I've played it. But so I kind of, kind of like, jeez, uh, yeah. uh, Cooper can do it. It's fine. Sorry. Just let it keep Jared. Let Jared see. Let, 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 it's okay because yeah. it's easier just, to show than tell. Because it reminded me of Rogue Legacy and Spelunky, yeah. obviously. But then it's got it's this eight like bit art style to it of running through. I forget. I, I'm sorry. I, it's been. I'm so rusty. Yeah, you unlock. So this is my big. It says on the trailer, unlock permanent upgrades that was always my problem with playing ones of these uh the roguelikes that aren't uh rogue legacy rogue legacy for me was exactly what i wanted where i got 
further and then yeah. I came back and I was able to buy new things and feel like I was stronger when they take that away from me in, in roguelikes I don't like it that's why Sharon works so well because it, yeah. it has a system for that too and, so and the, this one looks like it's running the through way. and doing this yeah in dead cells is it was awesome when I got to play it and I'm totally all in I'm gonna that's a definitely a switch game for me one of the days yeah, I want to fucking cool yeah. how I, I can't play them all I know right no that's the problem it's even when more, is guys. that one August August 7th August also 7th. August 7th overcooked too yeah I know yeah, are you fucking kidding me you fucking kidding me let's go man we did a party mode you can go watch that it's live yeah, yeah. patreon or youtube.com slash kind of funny games, games. That was a really uh, overcooked too yeah. yeah all in on to hope i mean i've yelled at them at judges week i'm pretty sure it's gonna have a platinum but i don't think i have 100 percent confirmation on that uh that's one i'll play on playstation 4 uh, i'd like to just stream it like let's just fucking try to platinum it's it me and kevin here doing it they just named the platinum the greg miller special no a lot of games should call it because they don't yeah. listen to me and then they don't august 9th layton's mystery journey deluxe on the switch Layton games are pretty good i have never been super captivated by them. yeah me too really i thought you would have uh you know i thought i would have too they, yeah. they are they're charming and beautiful and smart and a lot of it's just that i get mad at puzzle games and they are adventure games but Layton leans a little heavily into the puzzle stuff yeah, yeah. i'm not as great at that uh, we got Monster Hunter World coming to PC August yeah. 9th. Better late than never. Okami HD coming uh, to Switch. Because God 9th. forbid that thing not come to a platform. I know, right? You got to put it everywhere. Okami's beautiful. I, I, I'm never going to complain about Okami being available to people again. I still have never played it. It's yeah. Yeah. really good. Yeah, I mean, that's what I hear everywhere. It is good. I Honestly, I loved it at the time, but uh, when I when it came out, as an HD release on last gen, mm -hmm. right? yeah, PS3, Xbox yeah. 360. Um, I tried playing through again, and I was just like, you know what? I don't need to. The game we've just gotten a little too far. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from from that style of gameplay yeah. for me. Uh, then August 10th, Madden NFL 2019. Yay, man! And we happy few. Dude, actually, now worth pointing out. Here. Actually, yesterday Scott Porter did put out uh, an image confirming that Longshot 2 is in Madden. Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah, weird. Yeah. They didn't mention that. I know. Very That's a weird. Dumb, dumb call. I thought that was very interesting. They doing, but it's more Longshot and it's more Scott Porter. And all right, cool. I wonder if it was a rush job. I worry about it on that mm. front. But hey, you know what? I loved Longshot one. Let's see what they got. We Happy Few finally coming out. Windows, PS4, and Xbox One. Th that's exciting. Played it at Judges uh, yeah. Week. Really dug the story they were telling. A lot of environmental storytelling. Kind of gave me that uh, more of a brighter, opener, Bioshock vibe to it. I don't think it, it didn't speak to me like, fuck, I can't wait to play that. I need to play that. But I think it's going to scratch an itch for a lot of people. Uh, then on August 14th, Death's Gambit on Windows and PS4. Mm, I remember yeah. hearing this title, familiar. but I don't remember what cool this game Greg. is. Can you pull up Death's Gambit real quick? Death is Gambit. He just gives oh, us the X-Men. It's like pops up. Like, oh, yeah. He's throwing playing cards everywhere. Let's see, Death's Gambit. I don't know anything about this. Click mm, on the, no, the middle, middle one. There we go. I just want to see Death's it for Gambit. a second. Oh, it's an Adult Swim game. Oh. Scroll oh. forward. Adult Swim from the publishers a bit more. of Rain World. Oh, did really Rain World? Yeah. And Battle Chef Brigade. I don't know. I'm not feeling this. And robot unicorn attack. Oh wait, what do we got here? Oh, this is Looks very. Like a, it's supposed to look very Castlevania. -ish. Yeah, a little side scroll yeah, action know. here. This, this is what I was talking about earlier. You guys can look it up. Death's Gambit. Huh. Uh, that's the type of flash-looking animation that I you, know, not, you don't fuck with. Yeah. yeah, we're just too many people are putting out games that are just too good. Yeah, true. Uh, the Walking Dead, the final season, episode one. Jesus, yeah, this is um, coming up uh, August fourteenth. Yeah. yeah, see how Clem's adventure ends. Can't wait on uh, PS4, Xbox One, and Windows. Uh, World of Warcraft Battle for Azeroth on Windows and Mac. You, Haven't uh, they already battled for Azeroth? I don't know. This is the final. Did you ever play WoW? Are you a WoW I, guy? Man, well, I, no, I was. I was a uh, Eve guy. I was. Mm. A, I was a snob. 
I, I wanted uh, <laughs> I wanted community generated content, not some single player RPG that I happen to have a bunch of annoying people around. Yeah, August fifteenth, State of Mind coming out on every system. Uh, its genre is walking simulator. Oh, great! <laughs> there we go. Uh, uh, I'll probably play that. August twenty first, <laughs> Shenmue and Shenmue two collection coming out on uh, Windows, PS four, and Xbox One. Jerry's excited, and you're stoked. Yeah, Shenmue is. It's 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 what it is, mm-hmm. and I'll play it again. Yeah. Uh, it is so deeply flawed and so brilliantly ambitious. It's I feel like Shenmue. If you love video games, is a game you should play just to get a feel for how we got where we are today. Shenmue really did try some things too early, mm-hmm. and it blazed a lot of trails that eventually became commonplace in video games uh it's a it's a living little slice of history and the fact that it's set in this like tiny little neighborhood in this tiny little time castle is a period piece it's weird and wonderful i never played it alfredo diaz loves it which is very really like, very yeah. fucking weird he loves his dreamcast so it was, uh, that was okay. a thing yeah um but whether or not you've played shenmue i recommend you go on youtube and search for omega 64's <laughs> shenmue skit i've been looking for some sailors the funniest thing um, he wanted to find the some sailors. He, he needed those sailors. History of the four voodoo. <laughs> uh, August twenty third, my hero one's justice. No idea. The twenty fourth, F one twenty eighteen. Danny yeah. Dwyer's probably Danny stoked. Can't, he's stoked. He can't wait. The twenty fourth. Here's one for you, Greg. Little Dragons Cafe. At first, I thought it was a joke. Then you put the cafe in there, and I'm actually interested. What are the platforms? <laughs> uh, Switch and PS four. It's a Can- simulation role playing game. Cool, great. Can I see Little Dragons Cafe, please? Should Little I just Dragons change Cafe? the theme of whatever game I end up making to have cafe at the end? Sure. I mean, I guess, am I running a cafe? Am I a little dragon running a cafe? Oh, fuck. Yeah, wait, show oh, me the gameplay oh, trailer. Is this, is this, uh, I think I saw something some game for this at, here. At, at Anime Expo. Some, we, got some, we got a dragon flying. Sure. Oh, yeah. This is. Hold um, on. Save a loved one. Yeah. All right. Okay. A little storybook vibe to it. Yeah. All right, just a lot of nodding. A lot of chibi art nodding and talking here let me guess oh st- see they want a steak bowl am i making the steak bowl C- collect the recipe okay hold get on cooking get cooking this is Uh-oh, this trailer not oh my god i am running yeah, a cafe apparently there's some ingredients i don't i went out there and i did that i'm examining uh, this lettuce on august 28th the world there is Raise a your dragon. fighting game called blade strangers i know nothing about blade strangers that's cool name fucking cool Blade Strangers. Uh, August 28th on the Switch, Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. Mm. Uh, like I said before, I'm surprised that doesn't do anything for you. I, it's because I think it's going to be, it's going to, it's, I mean, it's a re release of a Monster Hunter game that already came out. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't have the improvements World has. And World scratched an itch I didn't even know I had. And. But it is, it's the same thing where, you know, Capcom's price just took a dip, right? Because uh, the people being, they're projecting uh, lower retention rate for Monster Hunter World. And I'm a prime example of that. 130 hours in, and they've put out a whole bunch of new monsters and content, and yada, yada, and I can't get psyched to turn it back on. Yeah. And so, like, for them to drop, here's another, here's the older Monster Hunter that was very convoluted and loading screens between map segments and paint your dragon to follow. It's like, it says I don't know. something about the business model of our industry that you just said you played a game for 130 hours. Hours, yeah. And that was a disappointment. No, no, it was a disappointment. Not for you. Yeah. I'm oh, talking for about the, for them. Right. No, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. That they, well, that's their thing. That's, and it's an interesting thing to hear that, you know, it's suits and bean counters who are like, oh, man, like we expected longer tail retention on this. And then to be the actual person of like, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know what you would need to do to get me to come back and do it. This marketplace is getting more crowded than it was a couple talked about, of years right? ago. Yeah, yeah, There's yeah. just too many people making these kinds of games at yeah. once. I'm worried about a shakeup. Like, I, I really do think a couple of these things may just fall flat on their face. 
August 28th, we got Pro Evolution Soccer 2019. Pairs. Uh Then we got Strange Brigade. It's a third-person shooter. Okay. I've heard of that name. We got uh, Victor Vran Overkill Addiction. Edition. Okay. Uh, Yakuza Kiwami 2. On there PS4. you go. That's going to do 28. well. People love that Yakuza. Uh, and then on the 31st, we got Naruto to Boruto Shinobi Striker. Okay. Uh, okay. Windows, PS4, and Xbox That'll One. That'll be a game of the ninja guy. Uh, and then here you go. Jared, on September 4th, we got Dragon Quest Eleven. Echoes go. of an Elusive Age on Windows and PS4. And then you'll lose me for a month. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's, I mean, that's going to be, it's, those RPGs are always meaty, always long, and I won't play anything else when Eleven's out. Not even God Wars, the complete legend on Nintendo Switch that also comes out that day? No, I will be playing Dragon Quest Eleven. Well, then maybe on August, on September 7th, you'll be playing Immortal Unchained on Windows, PS4, and Xbox One. Still no, Dragon still Quest no. Eleven. Okay. NASCAR Heat 3 on Windows, PS4, and no, Xbox One? No, Still playing SNK Heroines Tag Team Frenzy, Switch and PS4? Uh, SNK Heroines Tag Team Frenzy, I played a little of at E3. It's interesting, but I wasn't spellbound by the version they showed me. Mm. And that's some neat ideas. It's another one of those kind of baby's first fighting game things, and has some cool stuff in it but i i don't know it just felt yeah. a little i well, i figure snk could get a little past the the skimp outfits at this point maybe yeah uh, nah know. that's well, what they want well, here's do. the thing jared you're gonna be playing dragon quest 11 echoes of an elusive age september 4th i will you're gonna need to beat it quickly because on september 7th what do we got Craig? spider-man you got that spider-man on playstation 4 i'm very excited about spider-man I nope. will absolutely be playing Dragon Quest over oh Spider-Man. God, You're a fucking monster, person. but thank God this show won't just all be Spider-Man because yeah, that's all I'm going to be fucking be playing. <laughs> oh, that game wait. looks so good. Dude, I look at the travel schedule and see how much stuff we have around that date, and I'm like, well, it looks like I'm traveling with the PS4 again. Just like when I had fucking Ooh. God of War and I uh, was playing Far Cry stuff on the road and had a screen with me at all we times. We got Dakar 18 coming out on September 11th. Don't know what that is. NBA 2K19 as well. So a lot of people out there will be excited about that. Slam a jam. Black Clover Quartet Knights. And Shadow of the Tomb Raider on September 14th. You stoked about that? I am excited for Shadow of the Are Tomb Raider. Are you going to beat Shadow of the Tomb Raider? That is the big question. Mm. I don't know. I just did a video if you can see in GameStop stores coming up in August, right? Uh, where I did a very similar thing of my five picks or whatever. Yeah. And I didn't. It, Shadow of the Tomb Raider didn't make my five picks. It got an honorable mention, of course. But it is. I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, I love those games. Uh, I love uh, Crystal Dynamics and what they made with the first two of the rebooted ones. I understand this is Eidos Montreal and, and Crystal Dynamics. From what I played, it's more of what I care about and what I like. It's darker. It's got an interesting story. It's all these things. I just feel like it's going to be stiff competition around there because it is be coming off of Spider-Man and be getting ready for the holiday stuff that is coming up. And so yeah. like when I start doing the short list for fucking games I'm stoked for and can't wait for, it doesn't pop on that. I do think I'll. It, it's what September, what is it? Uh, 14th. See, I I don't mean to spoil it, but like we're uh, at that point, ladies and gentlemen, we're 11 days away from Valkyria Chronicles 4. Right? <laughs> so like that's which is the day I stopped playing. That, that's, <laughs> there's your that's Shadow's fucking window right there, and that's also I'm done yeah. with Spider Man. I've platinum Spider Man by that point. That's your fucking window to play with. I no, don't know, man. You're gonna have to come in and convince even for me to even pick up Shadow. You're gonna have to come in and be like, Jared, you have to play. Did this. you play I, the other two? I yeah, I tried. I, I just, they just didn't click for you. Just, 
didn't care. Hmm. Okay. I tried caring. I wanted to care. I was very excited at the beginning. There were some missteps around the story of the first one sure. that threw yeah, me, and 100%. honestly, it kind of soured me on oh, wow. on it. And Rise was great because it just gave you like those open areas to play with that were smaller open worlds of go find treasures and collect mm-hmm. this and decipher that. And so to get more of that, I'm stoked about, and to have more abilities and this whole apocalyptic storyline they're doing seems interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't know. Will I finish it? I don't know. On the 18th of September, Labyrinth of Refrain, Coven of Dusk is on Windows, uh, Nintendo Switch, and PS4. That's actually kind of interesting. Uh, I, I'm not being obnoxious. That game is actually kind of neat. We'll tell um, you when you're being obnoxious. I played a little bit of that at uh, E3. It is a first-person dungeon crawler where you have a party of 40 characters. Okay. Yeah. It's wow. really Yeah, it has some really neat ideas in it. Like, eventually you get powerful enough that you can just, like, beat through the dungeon walls. Um, yeah, like that's it's, cool. yeah, there's that's neat cool. stuff in there. It's yeah. actually kind of a neat game. I I will probably pick this up and try it. Cool. Uh, Star Control Origins on Windows. Star Control. Okay. How do you know everything? No, 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 no. No, Star. No, I'm just trying. But Star Control Two is one of the best video games ever made. Okay. And this is Wait, did you wonder what the origins were? back into the origins <laughs> thing? I, if they lean into the best parts of Star Control, that's one of those games that's like universally fun. Huh. Like you could play that 30 years later. It would still be fun because it, at its core, it's a really simple competitive arcade game built in a strategy game. And it's all about screwing with one other person constantly. It's so much fun. Do you like Steins Gate? I have nothing to say about that. Okay. Well, Steins Gate has a lot to say about you, Jared. Because uh, <laughs> on September 20th, you got Steins Gate 8-bit on the Switch, Steins Gate Elite on the Switch, PS4, and Vita, and Steins Gate Linear Bounded Phenogram on the PS4. <laughs> That's that's not real. September 21st, Spyro Reignited Trilogy. Let's fucking go, boys, on PS4 and Xbox One. Another perfect example. I'm just bummed about this. I want it on Switch. I feel like it's going to be on Switch eventually. Like I, I don't if know. If you don't buy it, it might not get to Switch, Tim. <sighs> nah, people are going to buy this game. I'm going to buy this game. I'm fine. Yeah. I want this game, but... It, that game's going to be on Switch. <laughs> I just want it on Switch. Uh, and then the 21st, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, Torna, the Golden Country on Switch. Did you... I, so wait, which one is this? Is Chronicles this? Two. It's like the DLC pack. Okay, like the uh, expanded one. Yeah, I, I I can't give too much on this one. Okay. Um, I there, you know, what Chronicles games are neat, but I don't know much about the DLC stuff. Uh, September twenty third, Paw Patrol on a roll. Really? Mm-hmm. Tell me on more. The, platforms on Windows, Nintendo Switch, PS four, and Xbox One. I'm interested about the trophies on Paw Patrol. I'll tell you Paw right Patrol now. Paw Patrol on a roll. Is a secret sequel to Nintendogs? No. Do you know? Do you not know Paw Patrol? If it's trophy related, of course I don't know. It's not trophy related. <laughs> no, 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 no. Just stayed in his this voice. is one of those fun things of I always appreciate when you somehow by hook or crook break through into another universe and learn of something extremely popular you knew nothing about, uh-huh. and then when you go back to your your universe, you see it everywhere. Paw Patrol is one of, if not the hot kid cartoons. Oh, really? And so like. Two years ago, maybe last year, whatever it was, when I went and visited Poe and his son for a while, Jack, Poe's son, is obsessed with Paw Patrol. So there's Paw Patrol shit everywhere, and we watched a whole bunch of episodes together, and it's like, uh, what is it, uh... Uh, rubble, rubble, rubble on the double or something like they all have names and catchphrases and shit they do together. And they're all dogs that like there's a fireman dog and a cop dog and oh. a construction dog. Oh. And they all come together as Paw Patrol to help other dogs and help kids and shit. You Sounds told good. me about this story. And yeah. then ever since I it, see it. Like it, what, I, you, uh, well, he's busy. So now I'm just going to walk around and see Paw Patrol. Cool, Greg. 
Can you throw up Google search Paw Patrol and then click on images and then you will see these people or these dogs everywhere now because yeah. like kids wear shirts and they have bags and they have this and they and it's like I was watching something recently a news report and it was in a foreign land Shit, oh, images when it, and it was in a foreign country and sure enough like people are walking around these kids are walking around in Paw Patrol huh. shirts and stuff so Paw Patrol is the hotness and since it's a kids thing yes I would like to know how the trophies are in this game to see it's if it's like easy. Jimmy Neutron with a bunch of puppies exactly exactly right. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so All Paw right. Patrol on roll uh, and then September 25th Metal Max Zeno uh, yeah I, again I I don't want to be dismissive but what I saw at E3 was not super encouraging unless you're a hardcore Metal Max guy. Metal Max hasn't made it to the States. Maybe it was still rough, but mm. it's a turn-based RPG about tanks, I, which is an idea I like, but I wasn't crazy about the little slice I saw. Valkyria Chronicles 4. Ooh, ooh! Nintendo Shit Switch, PS4, not. Xbox One, September 25th. <laughs> Could not sleep last night after we said goodbye to some people, and when you go through the Rolodex of things that are like in Greg, problems in Greg Miller's head, there was a lengthy self-debate of where we're getting this. Yeah. Are we getting it on PlayStation 4 for the trophies? Or are we getting it on Switch? Because it was played all the time. And I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. Get it on Switch. I don't take know. It, take it I with feel you. like that's my thing. Is like it, I need to see the trophy list. Because mm. Valkyria Chronicles uh, remastered when it came out on PlayStation 4. That trophy list, I'm like, too rich for my blood. I'm not yep. going to put in the thousands of hours. And I feel like that's what it would be here. Yeah. So I might as well. And yeah. we all know, of course, Valkyria Chronicles 2 on PSP was the best Valkyria Chronicles. We didn't get three, of course, so I can't judge that. You so really it was two portable. was the best one? I loved two so much. I thought two was such a great way. Really? The story's better, obviously, in 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 Valkyria Chronicles one on the PlayStation Three. It's not with just the beauty better. Artwork. It's not about like angsty anime teams. You know what? Being like, Hello. It was about welcoming and all that stuff. Yeah. Hello. Okay. Well, that's you know what? That's just that's good storytelling right nah, there. Okay. Valkyria Chronicles one is the best game Sega ever made. Wow. Okay. I'm not gonna argue, but I can't fucking wait for four. And yeah, I think yeah. I'll, I think I'll end up on the Switch. We'll see. Uh. Really quickly, yeah. I've never played one of those games. Yeah, yeah. If I like Fire Emblem, is that? Yeah, you should try. Then. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's not exactly the same, but it'll be familiar enough that you'll feel good about it. On the twenty seventh, dies Ire Amantes Amantes. Come what out. did you just summon? You just summoned some demon from another dimension. novel. No one's surprised. Uh, and then Life is Strange two episode hey! one right. on the twenty seventh. Let's PS4 go. Let's see what you got. Xbox what do you one. got for me? Don't nod. We got Super Neptunia RPG. On Switch and PS4. Not not really my jam. And then we have The World Ends With You final remix hey. on Switch. I did not know that had a release date of September 27th. That's Fuck. very exciting. That is exciting. I, I That's a game I gave the call as try on DS and enjoyed for a while and then fell out of it for some other reason. Mm-hmm. I got excited when it was coming to Switch, but now I wonder how I'll feel about it on Valkyrie Chronicles two days before, mm-hmm. Octopath having really, you know, Taken, taken my heart. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Dragon Ball Fighters the next day on the 20th. Yeah, that's really Fighters not going to be. Dude, we played that right. yesterday at the. Was it was beautiful. Was, man, that was fun. And it's another. I'm not good at fighting games, but I'd love to fucking pop it in when I'm on a, a plane. Just like, yeah, fuck yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to play as Goku. Uh, FIFA 19 on the 28th. And uh, Underworld Ascendant. Uh, yeah, so that's a. That's the. Uh, a long time ago, there was a first person RPG. Ultima Underworld that created first-person shooters as we know them today. Uh, it also revolutionized the way people thought about what you could accomplish in an RPG. Mm-hmm. Underworld Descendant is the pseudo-spiritual sequel to that long-ago game. Uh, and what I saw of it a long time ago was very interesting. And this probably is worth a look, especially if you enjoy kind of quirky, system-deep RPGs. We're now in October. October 2nd, Forza Horizon 4, 
Fist of the North Star, Lost Paradise, and Mega Man 11. Hey! Mega Man 11, if the previews are anything to go by, if what they've let us play so far is, is really good. Yeah. Your thoughts? Oh, I, I, no, I'm not the Mega Man guy. Oh, okay. Mega Man 11 is... and Well, you don't have to be a Mega Man guy to try 11. They change enough, Greg, yeah. that it's worth checking out. Is um, it more in vain with what you guys were describing for Mega Man X? No, it's something cool. different as well. Okay. Um, it's, a, it's a third very different thing. It has a little more of that classic Mega Man precision feel, but it has a time stop mechanic that doesn't feel cheap. Okay. Um, it allows you to use it both if you're really good at the game to do awesome things with those Mega Man moves you know so well that you never could have done before. And if you're not great at Mega Man yet, it allows you to get through some of those sections without feeling like you're compromising the difficulty, but still also not being punished and having to do the same thing over and over. Okay, okay. Very creative. I like it. Then on the 5th of October, we got Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I can't yeah. fucking wait. That is, when you talk about a AAA game that's mm-hmm. coming, that is like more in line, I think, with who... I traditionally am seeing how it's been weird with multiplayer stuff yeah. since last year uh, that I when I played that at E3 when we saw it at E3 being able I like the female protagonist I love the color palette of the world how beautiful it is sunny blue green vibrant uh, I love the humor of it I love the choices just being able to choose my own dialogue stuff like taking those systems and dropping them on the combat that I did enjoy in Origins but just overall didn't click for me I can't I'm fucking all in my favorite things in the entire world are mythology history military history naval and nautical mediterranean history Uh this is like i don't i can't believe someone made this as a triple a game this (laughs) is like this is eight years of college for me just coming being like come jared come and play in this world it's wonderful i have to polish up my old ancient greek again i'm pretty excited yeah Yeah. there man Uh, and then October 5th, I'm really excited for Super Mario Party on the Nintendo Switch. Oh, yeah. This is one that I we need to see more of. I am very scared about uh, because the Mario Party series has not been Hit or miss. any good yeah. uh, for a very long time. Used to be amazing, obviously. I love Down on 64, um, but I really haven't played since then. The, the GameCube ones were great as well. Not all of them, but some of the GameCube ones were great. The Wii didn't really have a good one as far as I I'm concerned. The Wii U one fucking sucked. Um, I'm hoping the rebrand from Mario Party to Super Mario Party means that Nintendo gets it and kind of wants to have a Switch-style reboot for this franchise. Um, Mario Party on the Switch is the perfect synergy. Like, that could be such a... It could be the next Mario Kart, where it's just like, you're just with your fucking friends, let's play some damn Mario Party. You know what I mean? Now, I I wonder, uh, do you know which of the internal teams is developing this? I do not. Okay, I wonder if it's like if they're farming it out to Tose or something, or if it's if it's actually getting some TLC. I, I'm really interested to see what happens. Indie Cube. Okay. Mm. We'll see. We will see. Um, then we got Disgaea One Complete on Switch and PS4. Damon Hatfield can't wait. Yeah, yeah the Disgaea games are good, and uh, Disgaea One's a solid game. And on Switch, uh, again, that's another one I played at E3 a little bit, and uh, I liked what I saw. It's pretty much everything from every Disgaea game and expansion ever, except for the multiplayer. And with new, like the pl- some characters that weren't playable before are playable. It's uh, if you're into like tactical Fire Emblem type mm-hmm. stuff, you'd probably like I, it. Disgaea One I played on PS2, yeah. and I was really into it. I never beat it. Uh, because it was way too long. Think about it on Switch. Yeah, take Still it with you everywhere. Way too long. Uh, WWE 2K19 on October 9th. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 on October 12th. Mm. Any interest? Do you think you're gonna play through that campaign? No, no, no. Yeah, Black Ops 4, and like I, I mean, it's the same thing as always. Like maybe as you get closer, something will 
spring forth from it to me. But I mean, like in years past where it was like, we're going to space and we're doing this. And it's a Kevin Spacey. I was like, oh, these are interesting, like things I want to try. I haven't seen. Well, there's no campaign. Yeah, in this. There's no campaign. Wait, yeah, wait, no, right, yeah. you totally threw me because yeah. I'm like, why do uh, I know nothing about that no, campaign? Wait, wait, yeah, no, yeah, you're right, sorry, it took me a while yeah. to catch my, my like, own wait, thing man, there. That's the whole thing with block. Honestly, I do want to code because I do want to try a battle royale or uh, what are they calling it? Black, uh, blackout. I want to play. I want to see what their blackouts like. I mean, I'll be garbage at it and probably only play it for a, a little bit, but. This is one of those things where, like, there's no number low enough for how little I care. Yeah. Yeah. What about Lego DC supervillains on October 16th? Actually, that sounds awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I, Lego Batman was delightful. The Lego games, by and large, are great. And uh, Lego Force Awakens is one of the best Star Wars games ever. Um, I, I think that anything they do in the Marvel or Star Wars universes is usually pretty cool. Obviously, you're sold. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, full disclosure, I'm in the game, so I mean, like that. But so it's a dream come true to find. I mean, I, I've been in other Lego games, but I'm finally in a Lego DC game. With DC being me being such a DC fanboy, uh, but checking all that, and you can take it with a grain of salt. Like playing at E3, I was like, holy shit! Like this is actually a real step forward for the Lego games of, mm-hmm. you know, you are the star of it. And when I say that, I mean, you are creating your own supervillain that you can make look how you want. I made it look just like me, which I was like, oh, that's fucking rad. And then your, your, your character then is placed into a episode of the justice league where Clancy Brown is Flex Luther. Kevin Conroy is Batman. Yeah. Travis Willingham is back, back doing his fucking Superman. That's amazing. Like, it's everybody you'd want in there. And like, you know, uh, Susan's back is Wonder Woman. I think I heard Fla- this is the whole thing. None of this is confirmed, right? I think I heard Fla- uh, uh, Michael Rosenbaum is Flash. I thought I heard Hamill's Joker, but that seems a bridge too far and no one's talking about that. So I assume mm. I'm wrong on that. Mm. And it was just a really good Joker. Um, story seems awesome. Love making my own character. Love unlocking my abilities. Uh, I'm super happy to have another. Who are you this one? I can't confirm can't yet. Say yet. No, okay. Yeah. Uh, and then October 16th, we got Starlink Battle for Atlas on Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. The Star Fox stuff got me interested yeah. in a game that I would have never otherwise touched. Um, if it plays right and it feels good, I love that type of game. People I talked to that played it described it as like like No Man's Sky, but good. Hmm. Um, and I thought No Man's Sky was pretty fun. So hmm. I'm very interested in that. Warriors Orochi 4. Warriors Orochi 4, okay. Yes. On uh, Windows, Switch, PS4, and Xbox One. That's October 16th. October 19th, we got Battlefield 5. No. They don't got me this time. Yeah. The War Stories last year I loved, or two years ago I loved. No. Soul Calibur 6 on uh, October 19th. Yeah. Geralt of Rivia. Can't wait for that, Geralt. That's right. The oh. 23rd, we got Crayola Scoot. That reminds me of one we skipped that wasn't on the list there. Divinity Original Sin 2 or whatever mm. is granted right now an Xbox game preview, mm. but officially launched, I want to say, in August. Ooh. Let me double check on that for you. I uh, played that, and I'm just a snob and I want the trophies. Played played it on an Xbox at Judges mm. Week, and I was like, this is awesome. It's another one. I think that game's too yeah. big for me, probably, but I do see me getting into it and sinking time into yeah, it. Yeah, the Divinity games are going to most likely make Octopath look like a, a short foray. Right. Uh, yeah. But yeah, they, they are. But they're so awesome. We got Crayola Scoot and Just Dance 2019 on October 23rd. I don't for know what Crayola Wii. Scoot is, but uh, yeah. And September Just 14th. Dance on Wii. If no, you've got your Wii, it's time to buy your game for the year. Uh, what did you say, Greg? Nothing. It's, it's I was reading the wrong year. It's one of those fucking games. Uh, October 25th, Disaster Report 4 Plus Summer Memories is coming out on PS4. On the 26th, we got My Hero 1's Justice and Red Dead Redemption 2. Fuck. Yeah, that, that game might be good. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. August 30th. So I joked about Dragon Quest, but I mean, this is where that gets laid down and so much Red Dead gets played. And pretty much I'm 
I'm done till like April, I think. After wow. Because <laughs> the online component, I suspect, will come out at Christmas, and I'll just yeah. be playing through the rest of the year. The, the first of the single player, and then whatever they create online. I am very interested in Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah? Yeah. Which like is out of character for you. The, 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 oh, yeah, definitely out of character for me. But I'm interested in, in two ways. One, like, I can't wait to play it. The other side of it, though, is I wonder if it's going to be as good and sell as well as everyone expects it to. Like I feel like there is so much pressure on it, and I like we've we've look, talked about this a lot at, on games daily, but yeah. like it's not Grand Theft Auto. But like, it, but I mean look, at, I mean Grand Theft Auto wasn't always Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, and I feel true. like they've stepped up and risen to the occasion on most. I mean, yeah. you, obviously you can argue certain things with four or whatever, but like five was stellar. Mm-hmm. I like think it, it, yeah. it, it, like expectations like sales wise, I'm not worried about sales. It's going to do better than Red Dead One. It's going to fucking yeah. Crush I mean, I know that, but like. We we've talked about is it going to do better than Grand Theft Auto Five? No, uh, and, and that's where I'm like I just don't think it's I don't possible. Think it, no, I, I think it will not do better than GTA Five, but I do think that we could be looking at a situation where five years down the road, it's doing comparably that's to nuts. what we've seen. I, we'll I really see. do believe that. I, I I think that that let us not underestimate the incredible power of that long tail and the fact that GTA Five is going to help. What this game has that GTA 5 didn't is it has GTA 5 to help sell it. If there's mm-hmm. not mm-hmm. all kinds mm-hmm. of integration mm-hmm. between those economies, and the fact that GTA 5 is still an actively supported game with constant updates and a huge community, I figure they'll share a common currency. I figure that they're going to have all kinds of incentives, not just to bring you into Red Dead, but to bring you into GTA from Red Dead yeah. and vice versa. I, I really do think this could be one of the biggest games ever made. Yeah, And we may not know it for two years. Hmm. Uh, November, finally, Greg, we got Overkill's The Walking Dead on November 6th. We'll see. Okay. Play we'll to see. that uh, Judge's Week. Definitely did not make me feel like this is something I've got to fucking play when it comes out. Was yeah, Overkill's too. The Oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. Was no. Overkill's The Walking Dead the one that had all the zombies next to the IGN booth at E3, like crawling around on the floor? Uh, yeah. I don't and know. The what year? This the year? Car. Yeah, this year. Yeah, I think so, Overkill's? probably. Well, shout out to those zombies, because those were the best i've seen a lot of zombies on show floors yeah those, those are the best, are the ones. best zombies i've ever seen on a show floor they're very creative hitman 2 coming out on hey, windows yeah. ps4 and xbox one on november 13th uh alongside snk 40th anniversary collection that i'm very excited for mm. uh that's a lot of games that have not been over released and most of them are very good fallout 76 on november 14th i was talking about this in games daily you know tom howard or todd howard put out another interview this time with keza and was talking in this one about like hey like you know we don't we don't say survival because we don't want it to be put into the same category as dust or uh, rust or any of those kind of games and he's like i still want to play it play it single player i'm like all right man i like i i hope my first impression of watching it i play it i'm like oh no I don't have to worry about it. This is actually like what I, it just doesn't look like the fallout I want. Yeah. Not that I'm saying it doesn't deserve to exist or something. I'm very interested in this game. I've got a, uh, I think fallout is a fascinating franchise. I think releasing right next to red dead is going to cut significantly into how mm-hmm. much attention mm-hmm. I give this until 2019. Uh, and then on November 16th, you guys lost me. Pokemon. Let's go. Pikachu. Let's go. Eevee day one. Eevee, baby, let's fucking go. Start playing your like, start playing Pokemon dude, Go right now. Then no, get it all set, to, man. I, I don't want. I mean, then there's no game. Like, I want to to play through the game and get the get them all. Got to catch them all. 151. Uh, they just released that the second trailer for this game, and my god, or I guess third at this point. But it this is like so close to a dream game for me. But then there's just like the like baby <laughs> factor to it all that I'm just like, god damn it! Like, why? Why are we so close? 
Um, <laughs> I, I don't like the, necessarily the the go mechanics. I haven't played yet, so I reserve the right to change my mind. On sure, that. but I do wish that it was more traditional battles. Um, I hate that you have your friendly rival. It's like just fucking. Give us a douchey ass rival. Like that's what we all want from Pokemon. That's what you want? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, man. You need that. Uh but everything else about this game, it's like, dude, it looks exactly what I thought Pokemon looked like when I played it when I was eight years old. Right. It, the seeing the gym, seeing Misty and Brock's having the poke like riding the um the the Onyx through the overworld and all this stuff. I'm like, this game looks incredible. I and and just I'm so excited because get to go back to Kanto. I fucking love that. I always will. Uh, but just how good this game looks, that just means that next year when we get the next Pokemon game, it's going to be a brand new experience that looks even better than that. I can't fucking wait. I'm really excited to hear that. I, yeah. I, I, I light up every time I see you talk. You make well, me Pokemon, want to man. like Pokemon. Love that, especially the OG Pokemon. One of them G1er bitches. Uh, Wreckfest comes out on November 20th. It's vehicular combat racing. Wreckfest? Wreckfest. Is that followed by Runch and Rinner? Or Rupper, Jared Petty jokes. Oh, I didn't get, I didn't get the joke. It's by THQ Nordic. All right, well there we go. No, it was. No, we're just going. Yeah, uh, and then Darksiders three. Yeah, November. Go get him, Andrew Renee. This is no place for a horse. Yeah. Yep. Gunfire Games. Why not? Don't get that either. No. 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 I get that. Never, you never play Darksiders? No. Oh. Okay. I like most of the world. Don't give a shit why they keep making these games. Ah, <laughs> uh, because they're good. That's why. I know. They, they have keep, an audience. They keep making Just Cause actually. games as well, and Kevin is very excited that Just Cause Four is coming out on December fourth. Understandable. Yeah. Jesus birthday. Games with grappling hooks. Gotta love that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, override Mech City Brawl coming wow. out on December. 4th. <laughs> wow, that's what Jared says. <laughs> wow. then, the final game. That's a thing. All right. The final game with the release date in 2018 so far. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate on December seventh. Man, I can't wait for that. That, that's my number one. No of course, surprise. Of course. What a surprise. But yeah. that is my number one. Let's fucking go. Now, to close out this very long episode of the a good episode. Gamescast. Great episode. Yeah. Uh, we're going to do a little segment called Mobile Game or Bullshit. Oh! All right. Cool, Greg. Drop that fat beat. It's me. Very exciting. What's this week's game, Jared? Ladies and gentlemen, this week's theme, mobile game or gas station drug. Okay. That's right. You know when you go up to the gas station, the truck Mm -hmm. stop, at all, Mm -hmm. et cetera, and there's a collection of uh, perhaps dubious male enhancement products, Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. fine quality necessarily medically valid in every case. Very colorful. Some some herbal supplements, perhaps, and uh, to help you with certain issues you may be having. They always got rhinos on it. Good call, cool, Greg. As well as some some stuff, you know, I I don't want to comment on all those products. Some of them, I'm sure, are fine and work well, but today we have five different mobile games and or gas station Mm -hmm. products. Now, we started with Tim last time, which I think kind of puts you at a disadvantage if you go first. So we're going to start with Greg. This I'm time. down. I'm in. Greg, here's the mobile game. Euclides, a geometric construction puzzle. I'm saying that's a game. Mobile game. Tim Geddes? Drug. Let's go drug. He's going drugs. One to one here. I've never won this game. Number two. anti yoy Simple turn-based strategy. Antioy, is that a mobile game or a gas station drug? 
drug. Gas station drug. Antioy. Greg Miller. Game. Mobile game. Number three. Vovu. The description. Vovu helps you to keep calm thanks to its beautiful background music with sounds of nature and relaxing piano. Vovu. This is the first one that's challenged me so far. I'm going to say Vovu. Can I? Can you spell it? V-O-V-U. I'm going to say that's a drug. Vovu. We're going game. Going game. Number four, Tim Geddes. Yes. Eternium. Eternium. A tribute to classic RPGs made with passion, not greed. Jesus. Oh, Eternium. That sounds so much like it's a mobile game. I feel like it must be a drug. I'm going drug. He's going, I'm going drug. drug. I'm going drug, ladies and gentlemen. Greg Miller? I'm saying drug. Drug. You think something called Eternium might be used to treat erectile dysfunction? Mm-hmm. And finally, Bico. Bico. Word games can be violent. Can you spell Bico for me? B-A-I-K-O-H. I'm going to say that's a drug. Say it's a drug. I'm going drug on that Tim one Geddes? as well. Tim Geddes? Going drug. drug on that one as well. All right. Yeah. So, headed down the list here. Number one, Euclidia. Geometric construction puzzles. Totally a mobile game. Boom. One point ding, for Greg ding, Miller. Ding, ding, ah. ding, 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 ding. It starts again. Greg's never lost mobile game of bullshit. Number two, Antioy. Simple turn-based strategy. Mobile game. Two. I'm getting two for two. It's Greg Laid out. Number three, Vovu. Vovu helps you keep calm thanks to its beautiful background music with sounds of nature and relaxing piano. Mobile game. Yes. Ah, all right. I'm on, on the board. Greg with two, Tim with one. All right, here we go. Number four. Eternium, a tribute to classic oh, RPGs well, made with over. passion, not <laughs> greed. Mobile game! Both of us wrong. We both lost uh, on that one. Final one. Bico. <sighs> Word games can be violent. And so is Bico, the mobile game! Oh my god. Me, me, me. Both of us wrong. We both that's, lost, that's so right. I win again. Right I've never again. lost. Hit the beat, cool Greg! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All well, five. Uh, my worst so showing of all time, but I still get the W. Two That's all that matters. Now, one clear. As bad as that seemed, you only beat me by one. Yeah. yeah. That time I, I still lost three in a row. There were no ringers this week. Those were all mobile. Well, games. hold on. Now, technically, haven't you? Oh, wait. Who? Wow. Isn't you lost four in a row, right? Was it four? You, yeah. I've beaten you now three times, and but there Kevin was a game I missed. And Kevin, Kevin beat, beat you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then I lost four times. Wow, Tim. Man. Man. Got to play some mobile games. The drought is going. dude. Or look at gas station supplements more, I guess. You know what? You got to remember, Tim, it's like baseball. It's Mm -hmm. the season. Yes. Sometimes you get in a slump, but in the end, you come out. Wait, so none of these were drugs? None of them were drugs. (laughs) All five of these were mobile games. I love you, Jerry Petty. And I love you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for watching this episode of the Kind of Funny Games cast. Until next week.
Thank you very much for watching that episode. Oh, I thought that was a chair there. Damn it. Uh, thank you for watching that episode. Uh, you can click here to subscribe to Kind of Funny Games. Click there to subscribe to Kind of Funny. Click here to su support us on Patreon. That's a thing. Yeah. And uh, click here for a cool Greg special.